more Pick 6 is coming up. But first, it's Andy's turn. A random ranking of music, food, movies, sports, and anything else Andy wants to make a list for. Chime in with your reaction on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages. It's Andy Hall's Pick 6 on Laser 103.3. On this day in 1986, tragedy struck Metallica on tour while traveling between Stockholm, Sweden, and Copenhagen, Denmark. Following a gig in Stockholm the night of September 26, the bus carrying all four members of the band flipped onto its side in the middle of the night, ejecting and killing 24-year-old bassist Cliff Burton. Widely regarded as one of metal's most promising young talents, Burton's fingerprints are all over those first three Metallica albums, as he was not only classically trained, but also an innovator with the four-string. In memory, today I'm giving you my pick six Cliff Burton contributions to the legacy of Metallica. Starting with number six, Fight Fire with Fire. Story goes, one night guitarist Kirk Hammett caught Burton messing around with one of his acoustic guitars. According to Hammett, he was strumming a pattern that felt very classical, which makes sense considering Burton's training and love of modulations and counterpoint and rhythmic concepts. That pattern ended up being the very first thing you hear on this album opener from 1984's Ride the Lightning. In at number five, Damage Incorporated, the closer from the most perfect heavy metal album of all time time, 1986's Master of Puppets. Following some genius stuff in the instrumental track which preceded it, the entire opening swell is thanks to Burton, and there's a lot more going on in there than you might think. In his own words, quote, it's about 8 or 12 tracks of bass, a lot of harmonies, and volume swells, and effects and stuff, unquote. And then comes the thrash, featuring some of Cliff's fastest playing. The tune I have ranked number 4, the first of several instrumental tracks on this list, The Call of Cthulhu. Though it's never been confirmed by anybody in the band just how much ownership Burton takes on this one, an interview I did with guitarist Kirk Hammett in 2008 confirmed the fact that, in general, the instrumentals were mostly driven by Cliff, inspired by classical music and his love of Iron Maiden. On to number three, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Another lightning-era track, this one featuring perhaps the most iconic bass line Burton played on any of those early Metallica albums. It's not easy to make a bass guitar sound like a traditional six string, but that was one of the many memorable riffs not written by Hetfield or Hammett. It was all Cliff, and it was on the bass. Coming in at number two, bass solo, take one. An understated but fitting intro to Cliff's composition from Kill 'Em All, Anesthesia Pulling Teeth. Prior to its release, I'm not sure anyone had ever heard a bass guitar sing like Burton made his Rickenbacker sing on that track. A very early sign of his genius, which would swell to epic proportions just prior to his tragic passing, which is a perfect segue way to what's next. We're down to what I believe to be number one for Cliff Burton contributions to the legacy of Metallica, Orion. I mentioned the Kirk Hammett interview from 2008 and how he gave Cliff full credit for being the driving force behind the inclusion of instrumental tracks on those first three Metallica albums. This was Burton's swan song. Eight minutes and 27 seconds of next level prodigy stuff, all written and arranged by the man himself. Next time you're listening to the Master of Puppets album, pay special attention to all all the detail that went into the track and flawlessly executed on the final take. A fitting end to a career cut short far too soon. What are some items I may have missed? What are your favorite Cliff contributions? Let me know. That was Andy Hall's Pick 6. Looking for your thoughts and opinions on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages? Stay tuned. Your Pick 6 is coming at the top of the hour on Laser 103.3.